Uh, bone up on your, your Northfield trivia and your history and uh, sharpen your brain cells because uh, Tim Freeland, the horseshoe hunt guy, is a tricky guy. He <laughs> is a tricky guy. <laughs> I've been known to be a magician as well. Tim Freeland is with us right now and uh, in our studio. Is uh, You brought the horseshoe. Brought it in. It's different than normal this year, Jeff. It is. I know normally you get a... You get to see the actual horseshoe. Mm-hmm. This one is a little different. It's been uh, it's been um, specially made for the seventy fifth anniversary. It's got and it's called a keeper. A keeper is something that the uh, the, the the people that hunt for medallions, the, the the guys that take it seriously and go to multiple towns. The keepers are the ones that you find and you keep. Ours mm-hmm. happens to be the original horseshoe, which is in my pocket. <laughs> it's ri- got to be comfortable. Yeah, th- there it is. There the original is. cast iron horseshoe uh, has gone out 25 times and has come back 25 times. And we, we're going to give her a break this year. And somebody who finds this special one that has 75th, an- um, 75th anniversary uh, horseshoe hunt winner, you're going to get to keep this. So this was special, getting this made and modeled after uh, the original, having somebody custom make this one. So that was fun. It was a nice little thing for the 75th. We, we have a, a little bit of a budget. We've been marketing, and as you uh, just played the commercial, uh, 2075 is quite a bit more than our, our normal 1200 to 1500 so mm-hmm. we, we've got um you know we, we had four people chip in edina century one uh, t- century 21 we also have cannon river tree service and then um merchants bank so mm-hmm. thank you to those four for for chipping in the money for the purse but it's uh where do we start here we i don't know so many things going so, on there's so it, much the horseshoe has not been hid yet evidently because right it has it uh, right here sitting on our our uh, desk which but, means I have, I have a late yeah. night coming <laughs> <laughs> they have right now is a um uh a time where people even though the hunt is not underway yet there's action to be taken right now and you got to get that uh, registered tell us about the registration yep. process yep. so and and you know the registrations are through the rough it's been great. There's going to be some competition, uh, you know, as I expected with the bigger dollar amount. But if you go to djjd.org, right at the top, you have Horseshoe Hunt. You'll see a picture of horseshoes, a pile of horseshoes. Just go there. It says register your button. All you got to do is click in your name and the button number, and you're registered. Uh, if you are registered, you get the full 2075 And if you're not, we uh, you get half of that, so 1075 uh, You notice the theme here with the 75 mm-hmm. But uh, do that before the hunt starts. A lot of people, uh, you know, once they realize that the first clue comes out Wednesday and Thursday, clue number two, Friday, clue number three, they say, can I still register? And I have to say, you missed the cutoff. You can still get a grant. So get out there and and you can still get the the 1,075, but register the button. And when you're there, one of the things, you, you click the button that says, I've read the, uh, the, the, um, the rules and regulations. And I, I do that. Um, it's really important that you know, hey, safety, safety, safety. And don't go on private property. The colleges are private property. Don't go on the colleges. Um, make sure you're conscious of that. Um, here's a little hint. And a lot of people don't think about this. There's a way to tell if land is public. If you go to... Usually every county has a, it's called a GIS mm-hmm. or a website where you can look up property. Um, Rice County has one. It's, it's, you can just Google it, Rice County property. Uh, it's, it's called Beacon. 
you can go to Beacon and you can look and say, hey, is this plot of land? I think Tim might be talking about. Is this public or privately owned? And you can go in and it'll say City of Northfield or City of Dundas, or it'll say that private landowner. So you don't want to go on private property. That's really important. All right. And that's uh, that's just one of the uh, rules. And that's really the big thing. Yep. And, uh, there are other rules and hints like, uh, you know, you don't don't bring a shovel. <laughs> yeah. And, and I want to give good advice right now. You know, I can come in and I, I just got to say, Jeff, every year. Thank you. I'm in here talking about this hunt. Um, I know before me, Franklin and Betty were mm-hmm. here. It's really important that when you look at the clue, um, the rules and regulations, you understand that there is no digging. We don't want you to um, stamp down any kind of um, public foliage, flowers, bushes. We had a couple of years, and I understand it gets exciting and things can get um, crazy. I reserve the right to um, disqualify anybody if they're being... Um, harmful to the public property so just be really careful no digging and here's another hint this is a family event i want families to get out and work together i have a lot of families that say this is the only time of year when us and the kids all work together that we go out and i always say to these kids do you realize that you could find this horseshoe and you could win over two thousand dollars your parents but if you find it um and to them, the, clo- the closest to pure magic, just think about this, Jeff, as a kid, if you're, if you're out there with your parents and you could possibly find a horseshoe and, and find over and, and get $2,000, as a kid, that's pure magic. That's like a whole summer's worth of paper routes. Mm-hmm. So I'm saying the excitement of the kids getting out there is great. What I'm getting at is that I'm not going to put it where you need to climb. There's no ladders. Um, it has to be where, hey... You're not going to get up into a tree. You're not going to have to go get a ladder and come back. You're not going to dig, which means it puts it between the ground and about head level. So there's a hint as I give specifics, and I've been doing this for long enough now where I like, and I get the same kind of questions. That's why I'm saying this is a lot of people. I'll see them like every once in a while, somebody up in a public tree. And again, I drive all over the place just to kind of monitor it during this week. And, um, you know, just it's just common sense. Read those rules and agree to those rules and you'll be safe. Tim Freeland is our guest. He is with the uh, defeat of Jesse James Days in charge of the uh, horseshoe hunt. Uh, you know, it. Tim, I got to hand it to you. you. You you do a great job with those clues. <laughs> I mean, you really pull you, in some you. things that uh, just give us kind of an idea of when you start thinking about this. Um, I don't want to give away thought process or anything, but each year do you do a lot of research? Do you spend a lot of time? Tell us a little bit about that process. Good question because, you know, when I took over from with Franklin and Betty, and I really looked up to them, and I planted the seed I wanted to do this, and Franklin always had this mystique of being the uh, naval cryptographer and that he had uh, some kind of official training, not did he just have a brilliant mind, um, but he would think outside the box. So Franklin would have me down over at the city compost where he worked, and he would be in that little building, and he would call me over and spend hours talking about some of his favorite hunts, his strategies, and giving me some of those tips of what you do and don't do. Um, the number You want to know what, what Franklin's secret number one tip was? I think. Please let me know. 
This is going to sound tell. really simple, but uh-huh. it's harder than it sounds. Don't tell anybody where you're going to hide the horseshoe. This includes your <laughs> your, your family, committee members, uh, historical board members. Don't give a hint because people can't help it. They accidentally might share it. Mm-hmm. And and so Franklin would say, as much as people have a good heart, they want to know. And people, once they know a secret, people cannot keep a secret. So as, as, <laughs> when I start to think of that, and, and everybody always saying, hey, where, where are you going to put it this year? Um, and I always say on public property, either Northfield or Dundas. You know, that's the answer. And um, that's the only answer I can give. But at the same time, um, you know, Having this this mystique of of knowing the town and writing these clues and guiding people, it comes with, you know, I need to be careful not to send people into danger. And I think about that a lot. And I also need to have a fine balance of where I can hide it, where it will be found. And it won't be anywhere that's like going to put hunters in danger out into a road onto railroad tracks. So I need to consider that. And, you know, we're only so big and that we have done, this is the 26th time doing this. And I have used you know, different parks over, but when I'm, you know, especially in the winter, should I put it there? And it's really, you wouldn't, if you only knew in my mind, as I try to figure out what would be the best logistical place, because I need to reference this. I need to know, you know, am I going to give streets or the history or how am I going to guide people to that? Mm-hmm. And as the clues progress, how am I going to give more of the little um, words? And I insert words that help guide people uh, to it. And I'll tell you, there always has to be a word play. So you have to, when you write the clues, you have the spot, and then you have to come up with a theme. What am I going to write about? And this year's theme is about a guy named J, the letter J, um, John was his first name, Frank Dalton. So in the beginning of Young Guns 2, Emilio Estevez is in costume as an old man, and he's re- meeting a reporter along the side of a road. He says, I'm Billy the Kid. I've been hiding under the name J. Frank Dalton my whole life. I really wasn't shot. I'm alive, and I would like to come out to you. And and uh, that is based off of, I believe, what happened in 1948 when word got out that Northfield was going to have this reenactment. And the guy who at the time, and it checked out, was 101 years old, J. Frank Dalton out of Texas, contacted Northfield and said, hey, I'd like to come up. I'm 101. Why don't I come back? I'll apologize to Northfield. I'll make an appearance. The Jesse James will come out, and I'll I will show up on Bridge Square, and I will um, be part of this Jesse James Day. And for once and for all, I will come out and I will reveal myself. Okay, this happened. Maggie wrote about it extensively mm-hmm. about everything involved, and I'll tell you what the story's fascinating because. J. Frank Dalton contended that he was Jesse James until he died. And the town where he lives in in Texas actually has him buried with Jesse James, J. Frank Dalton, on his gravestone. Of course, in 1995, the real Jesse was exhumed. DNA was drawn from uh, the gravesite and compared with a number of living relatives, and they confirmed that that, in fact, in Kearney was where Jesse was buried. It was a real Jesse. So even though the Texas J. Frank Dalton still contends that he was the real Jesse, he wasn't. But in 1948, a lot of people thought, what if, just what if, the real Jesse James shows up? 
So there was a lot of attention. <laughs> and, you know, a funny story. When I was growing up, you know, as a kid, and this was in the, you know, 60s and 70s, I recall going to on vacation one time and buying a book. I think we were going through a... Like Jesse James Hideout uh, in uh, one of the one dime of the novels, or... yeah, no, one of those caves they have in. Uh, oh, oh, yeah, yeah, in uh, Missouri. Uh, anyway, th- there was a souvenir shop, and we bought this book on this guy, J. Frank Dalton, wanting okay, uh, yeah. to be Jesse James, yep. and there was like a ten thousand dollar reward for anyone that could prove him wrong. Uh, of course, I, I don't know if that uh, DNA testing, DNA testing uh, 30 years later might have might have solved that one. But uh, that legend, legend of, of that guy, mm-hmm. um, uh, you know, I'd never heard of Northfield at that time or I knew that uh, Jesse James had been uh, foiled here in uh, Northfield. I was growing up in Illinois. Mm-hmm. So it's weird how those. Uh, so you learned of the Northfield debacle. From that yeah. experience through internet, mm-hmm. look at yeah. that. Yeah, so and it's so, kind of odd. And I think that was kind of his mm-hmm. claim to fame. His life is is uh, tying himself in like that, and 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 doing the hey, if anybody can prove me wrong, mm-hmm. which is a real bold statement. But at the time, yeah, it was his word against all others. Yeah, and given that the age difference, he was kind of he could say I, you know, because his age matched up exactly with Jesse James, and, and so he was probably born the same year. He would had to have been mm-hmm. as Jesse and and. Real interesting, you know, the J.F., Jesse Frank, Dalton. Mm-hmm. Um, and wasn't there a Dalton? I, I don't know if it was uh, one of the American outlaws. Wasn't there? A, that was, yeah, the Dalton gang was uh, down in uh, Kansas. So he combined uh, yeah. Daltons and the James mm-hmm. brothers into his name. Yeah, nobody, uh, I don't know if anybody even knew who he was in real life. Right. Uh, right. What kind of life the guy had. But let's get back to that. Uh, you know, okay, so you've, you've got, uh, you, you've... Uh, I, I'm guessing by now you have everything written out and done, and yep. uh, you're all I got to do is go out and dress like a ninja, as mm-hmm. as Betty, uh, you know, Lee would say. She dresses like a ninja. It's her one chance outside of <laughs> Halloween to go out and uh, and put this into the spots. So everything mm-hmm. is re- ready. You will be getting your first clue on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. So everything's in place. Um, the registration's still happening, and um, it, you know. People, I, I'm surprised at how, how many locals don't hunt. That I talked to them, do you do, you do the, the, the horseshoe hunt? Well, I've heard of it. I don't do it. Why not? Um, well, I don't know Northfield history. I don't know what like these guys. I'll tell you what. <laughs> you here, can find out. Here's another, here's another piece of advice. I'll, all too often, this is found, and I don't want to say dumb luck because people have put in the time. But if we get to clue four, five or the last one six there's six clues if you get to four five or six and it's still out there be outside be where you think it is at 7 a.m and when you read them on the air or when they hit the websites at 7 a.m refresh and you have that fresh information you're out there and other people are out there so you're with the crew and it often comes down to just luck of being in the right place hey the boom 7 a.m oh i'm in the right spot and then there's the scramble People start to scramble for it. If we get to day five or six, that scramble's pretty humorous. Um, got a new drone with Zoom. I think I might do some recon. I might mm-hmm. watch that final scramble. If, the, if it's right, I might be able to to capture the actual finding of it this year. I'm gonna, I've always wanted to do that, to have a hidden camera on the, the spot. Well, with drones and the new drone technology and the battery life, I can kind of hover up there and uh, be really high up and zoom in and see it. So there might be some video of you <laughs> finding it. But, yeah, that, that's always the, 
that 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 advice is just be out there, even if you don't know Northfield history. Pay attention to these clues. I'm going to walk you right to it eventually. You know, I've heard about the the mad scramble on the final day. Usually, yep. I, it's the final day or one of the days leading six, up to yeah. it. But it's not just one person out there. There's a lot of people out there. I've never been able to experience that. You know, I've always been ineligible because we read the yeah. clues here. Someday yep. I'm not going to be sitting in this chair. I'm going to take advantage of that. <laughs> one day, and I've always been ineligible myself, of course. Mm-hmm. And to watch the mad scrambles and to know them, it's 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 something. There's been some epic mad scrambles where they, the whole day prior, they've been there and everybody knows the park. They know the area. They just don't know where it's at in the park. And when the next day when it says, you know, red bench, four, pa- four <laughs> paces behind the red bench. So everybody runs to the red bench and does four paces. But it's 50 people in the little four-foot square area trying to find it. <laughs> and it's down underneath grass. It's been stomped down, mm. trampled down. Wow. All right, Tim, we're, uh, we're about out of time. I'll give you 30 seconds. Anything else people should know that we've left out? Uh, no, no. I just quickly wanted to just say, hey, we've got Raider trading cards. It is a um, like a baseball card. It's coming out. We're going to be doing a press release on the same day the horseshoe hunt mm-hmm. starts. There's a lot of things. All right. It's going to be 33 Raider trading cards. You can buy them at the museum store or collect them individually from all the reenactors. Really cool collectible oh, item. Oh, good. Yeah, yeah. man. That, uh, that's a cool thing. It's going to be fun. All right. Yeah. Tim, thank you very much for joining us. Awesome. Thanks, uh, Jeff. Enjoy the hunting, and uh, we'll talk to you, I'm sure, sometime uh, during the celebration. We'll for sure. For sure. Absolutely. Thank All you right. for having me on.